Hey, hope you're doing good. Uh, you doing good? I'm doing good. Let's see if we can uh, help each other do a little bit better today. I want to thank you for dropping in today. Uh, I'm Dennis, and we're going to go ahead and break out uh, some awesomeness for your life right now. Let's take some daily vitamins <laughs> from Scripture, straight from the most awesome best-selling book of all time, authored by the King of the Universe, my homeboy, Jesus Christ, right? Because without him, I suck, bottom line. So let's not have a sucky day. Let's have an awesome day. Hang out with me for about the next 20 minutes. i got to plug this computer in because the battery getting ready to go down. All right, microphone working. Tap one, two. One, two. Cool. Today, we're going to look at something that's a pretty big problem in our lives uh, in this world today it's uh, i call this one winning the battle against anxiety and hopefully this can help you everybody's familiar with it uh, in today's society it's a problem of epidemic proportions right uh, yet as prevalent as it is anxiety or worry is one of the most counterproductive things that we can do. I like that big fancy word, counterproductive. I like big words. It makes me sound smart. <laughs> I'm not smart. I'm just a dude who put some study notes together from my MacArthur Study Bible and um, passing it along to you. I'll, I'll do the heavy lifting. You chill in between the jams, man, and get your vitamins on right here. Worry. It's, just, it's no good for you. It's no good. It's like a rocking chair. You know, give you something to do. But you ain't going anywhere. Fast getaway, like, you know, on a wooden horse or something. So how should a true believer approach that little problem of worry that we all face? And what can we do about it? I got some thoughtful insight. Might help you. It's coming up right here on Dennis James Radio. For a long time in my life, I thought the Bible was for someone else, and it didn't really apply to me. Boy, was I ever wrong. Everything in my life that had been difficult or defective had been because of me. And when I finally turned my life over to Jesus Christ and accepted Him as my Savior, that's when I began to experience a new life. If you want to speak to someone about beginning a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call 888-NEED-HIM. 888-NEED-HIM. Hey, welcome back. I'm Dennis. When anxiety creeps in and uh, takes up residency in your heart and your mind and in your life, just sort of plants itself there, what are you supposed to do? You know, how do you overcome worry? Let's start out by understanding the problem of what is anxiety. Uh, it's basically stress or, or distress, you know, distress of future uncertainties. And it's characterized by agitation and uneasiness. You know that awful feeling? It can be mild. Sometimes it can be severe. 
Primarily, it has to do with what might happen in the near or distant future. And what causes anxiety? Well, it's caused by real or imagined threats. Threats to our well-being. We feel vulnerable and inadequately protected against the threats. You know, things like social rejection. Are they going to like my new song that I posted? Are they going to like my new band? Is the label, the record label, going to reject me? Gee, they didn't like me on Facebook. Hmm, they didn't like my post. They didn't favorite my tweet. I never get retweeted. I know that feeling. <laughs> and Okay, let's look at some more realistic threats. You know, maybe you're afraid. Physical injury. Uh, I know how that feels. I slipped on the ice in New Jersey. Broke my shoulder. You know, maybe some of us fear disease or, or poverty. Yeah, uh-huh. That heads home. Or death. A lot of folks are scared of death. I'm not scared of death. I know where I'm going. Uh, a wide range of threats. You know, anxiety is is ever present in all forms in your mind uh, and it's all in your mind uh, it has three main elements insecurity uh, something bad's going to happen helplessness nothing i can do about it isolation there's no one that can help me well, emotionally speaking those things are, you know they can cause just as much anxiety when they're imagined even if as if they were real so Anxiety is just simply a form of fear. And of course, fear doesn't even exist. Fear is nothing but a lie, man. Uh, It's from the author of lies, the adversary, the father of lies. So, now, with an understanding of the problem, I guess that puts us a tad closer to overcoming the problem of anxiety. And we can start just like this, right here, by placing our complete trust in god it's the best remedy you deal with the problems cause not the symptoms that way so you know what's the real truth about insecurity and helplessness and isolation well when it comes to the life of the believer even though we can feel insecure the reality is true believer is very secure Here's Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 21 through 26. Scripture teaches us, My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way. Excuse me. And your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. <clears throat> Please forgive me. All right. And here's a look at that again in the message translation. It reads like this. Guard clear thinking and common sense with your life. Don't for a minute lose sight of them. They'll keep your soul alive and well. They'll keep you fit. You won't be as exhausted. You'll take afternoon naps without a worry. You'll enjoy a good night's sleep. There's no need to panic over life surprises or predictions that doomsday is just around the corner. Because God will be right there with you. He'll keep you safe and sound. Isn't that cool? You know, there you go. There's no need to worry. Anxiety, shmanxiety. Out of there. 
Even though we feel helpless, the reality is that he has great help. In Romans chapter 8, we're taught if God is for us, who can be against us, right? Pretty cool. So, even though you sometimes feel isolated, the reality is that God is always right by your side. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, Psalm 23.4. So the remedy for anxiety is complete trust and confidence in God's ability to deal with it, you know, with anything and everything that threatens us. The more we learn about God, the more we know his infinite power and his unceasing concern for us. You know, and the other cool thing is he keeps the avenue of prayer wide open 24 7, 365. 1 John chapter 5, he promises. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He listens. He promises us a peace of mind when we're willing to hand over our anxieties to him in faith and in prayer. So, here now are seven practical steps, man. Seven pretty cool little tips. Things you can, you can take this to the bank, right? You know, this will go a long way toward helping you overcome whatever anxiety may or may not exist in your life. Don't lie. Don't tell me you don't worry about stuff, right? Don't try to play that with, with homeboy right here. Uh, <laughs> look, here's a, here's a step one. And this is an easy one, okay? read the bible and you want to know the best way to do that don't people say oh, how do you hear it's a, oh, it's a tough read man what does it all mean no get you a good study bible anyone will do the best tool i've ever come across in my life is the macarthur study bible uh grace to you.org gty.org john macarthur pastor teacher of pasadena california um, president of the master's seminary one of the greatest men that ever lived, aside from two other favorite dudes of mine, J.C. and the Apostle Paul. But uh, the MacArthur Study Bible, at the bottom half of every page, man, is is uh, verse by verse. It gives you an explanation of what this verse means to me. How does it apply to my life today? You know, that's what we're basing all this teaching on here, man. It's just simple tips. Uh, how can I understand what God's trying to tell me? What does it mean for me in my life, what I'm facing today you read the bible get a good study bible and it'll help you understand anything that you need to know about anything you're facing is all right there so committing ourselves to god's safekeeping okay it requires that we grow in knowledge and our love for him and the way we can do that is just simply read the bible so that's the important thing to know is that we can do that when we study scripture and when we pray and when we meditate on god's promises to us as his kids man his children we're we're, we're rich kids or inheriting the universe for eternity you know and the kingdom we're, we're i'm a king's kid and so are you, you know. Number two, be realistic when it comes to overcoming anxiety. Peace of mind doesn't depend on solving all of our problems or righting all the wrongs or, you know, removing all the imperfections or getting all we want. That's not where our peace of mind comes from. In our life, there's going to be things that won't change. And we've got to be realistic enough to accept that, Okay. Because there are problems in life we've got to face and adversities we have to deal with. Circumstances we must live through. William James said, The art of being wise is the art of knowing what to overlook. <laughs> True that. Uh, 
We've got to learn to let go of some of our problems and allow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to be in charge of them. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. And number three in overcoming anxiety, be flexible. Change is inevitable, man. Uh, Got to be resilient and adaptable, you know, adjustable. Plan B. Because <laughs> under stress, if you can't bend, you're going to break. Our faith has to be in him. Because he'll never change. He'll never leave us. I love what Dr. David Jeremiah says about the character of God. His character is unchanging. His promises are unfailingly faithful. Yep, God's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Take that to the bank. Number four, focus on the good matters and minimize the unnecessary ones. In Scripture, cares can be either good or bad. You know, you tend to become distracted by a lot of relatively unimportant cares, and then we don't care enough about things we ought to. So when the mind gets distracted by, you know, too many pursuits, you can get very little benefit from really any one of them. Uh, really only one thing is necessary in our life, which brings us to number five. Learn to live one day at a time. Proper use of today diminishes anxiety about tomorrow. In Matthew chapter 6, Scripture teaches, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. So yeah, you know, today has its own troubles. Uh, Anxiety doesn't empty tomorrow of its worries and sorrows, and only empties today of its strengths. Because worry is nothing more than interest paid on trouble before it falls due. Many, if not all, of your fears are going to turn out to be unfounded anyway. So like Winston Churchill said on his deathbed, that he had a lot of trouble in his life, most of which never happened. The great poet W.H. Auden writes, In headaches and in worry, vaguely life leaks away, and time will have his fancy tomorrow or today. You know, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. Worry about now, man. Be in the now, the moment. Right? Number six way to overcome anxiety? Stay busy. Anxiety and idleness often go hand in hand. Despair is like the same thing as a form of laziness. A lot of good can be accomplished, even in adverse circumstances, if we simply quit concentrating on what can't be done and focus on what can be done. So don't waste valuable time and doubts and fears. It's waste, man. Don't waste your time worrying. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Spend yourself in the work before you, well assured that the right performance of this hour's duties will be the best preparation for the hours or ages that follow it. And lastly here, how you overcome the worry and doubts and anxiety. Learn contentment. Learn contentment. Learn it. Learn it. Uh, One of the most timeless passages in all of Scripture. I love this. A lesson that my life's hero, the Apostle Paul, had learned in Philippians 4, 11, and 13, you know, one of those shipwrecks or stranded out on the ocean or chained to a Roman centurion, you know, or beaten within minutes of his life. Check this out. For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. 
I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound, everywhere and in all things. I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to be able to rejoice in our Lord, which we can do if we continually count our blessings. Uh, the believer ought to be able to see the silver lining, even in behind the darkest cloud, man. Fact is, anxiety comes from having too much rather than too little. Our wealth depends not so much on what we have as what we can do without. Uh, when a problem produces anxiety within us, the very best thing we can do is to confront the problem with two things reverence and gratitude. So, in conclusion, a true believer is given the means to deal with anxiety. It's the peace that comes through prayer. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It's pretty reassuring. It's the kind of confidence we need, man, in the face of this life in this world today. And it comes from trusting in God Almighty. Whenever those feelings of insecurity, helplessness, and isolation produce anxiety, and it starts to invade your life, just remember these seven things. Focus on these seven things. Putting your trust in God. Read your Bible, man. Spend daily time alone with God and His Word. Okay, Be realistic. Be flexible. Focus on the positive. Eliminate the negative. You gotta learn to live one day at a time, you know. And stay busy too, and learn contentment. Okay, there you have it, bro and sister, father. We thank you for our time together and the study of your word, Lord. Uh, we pray, Father, you would richly bless our lives with the strength and love that is found in your awesome word father and through our awesome Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we may grow and your knowledge and wisdom, Father. In his wonderful and precious name we pray, Lord. Amen. Hey, man, thanks a lot for stopping by. Go out make it a great day. And before you do anything, uh, click that little follow button or whatever it is here on SoundCloud, the most awesome place for musicians, writers, poets, band members, singers, truck drivers, doctors, lawyers, dudes chicks everybody you know right here it's the most awesome place in the world because you 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 can keep you can follow the whole world is right here together you know and i'm so thankful that that you're here listening and spending time in these little quick shots about 20 minutes a pop man to hopefully make your better your day better so we can go out and have an awesome day so i'll help keep you equipped and i'll let you know when we'll meet up again next when you click follow okay it'll automatically show up on your device or whatever and then you got facebook and twitter too so i'll catch you next time right here until then be blessed and uh, take good care